Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. I mean what I'm about to say. Obviously, otherwise, what are we even doing here? But I think if I was offered an average long run as a wrestler, or a very, very short one, but I get an iconic debut, I'd pick the latter. So many of my favorite memories have been guys and girls turning up in new promotions, and it can turn you into a superstar. You just have to get the balance right. So what's the fallout when the opposite happens? Let's find out. Because I am sorry for what culture. Please hit that subscribe button. And this is 10 big time wrestling debuts that were totally wasted. Number 10, DDP in the WWF. The 18th of June, 2001, Monday Night Raw. We all knew WCW guys could now appear in the WWF as the company was dead. And rather than wait out his contract, Diamond Dallas Page decided to accept a new deal and try to make it elsewhere. He totally would have done this too if we had given him a good gimmick. For you see, despite being a natural babyface and beloved in world championship wrestling, Vince McMahon decided Paige should be a bad guy. Worse still, we turned him into the stalker who had been going after The Undertaker and his wife. Over 20 years on, and I still cannot believe this was the role we gave to Dallas. It hurt even more as the reaction he got when he unmasked was excellent, but in a few weeks the bottom had fallen out and the whole thing was done. If DDP was just allowed to be himself, this would be on a totally different list. It was all there, and we dropped the ball. Number nine, the big show in WWF. Another jumpy from WCW, Paul White could see the writing on the wall and made the shift at the St. Valentine's Day Massacre pay-per-view in 1999. Anyone in the know knew this was on the cards, as Vince McMahon had told people he had an idea how he could make this giant a big star. And then he arrived, and well... Meh. The newly dubbed Big Show didn't have the best start, even if what he did looked cool. Ripping out of the ring as McMahon took on Stone Cold Steve Austin, White grabbed the rattlesnake and threw him so hard into the steel cage, the box-like structure broke, meaning Austin had won. That's ridiculous on so many levels, but it also meant Show had just helped his new enemy win. Whoops. This would tie into his first few years as the tone was all over the place, and he was doing comedy come 2000. He did find it in the end, and his career has been pretty damn good, but yeah... Making a mistake on your debut just looked like a fool. Number eight, Razor Ramon and Diesel part two in the WWF. I mean, forget waste. This was just an awful idea. Happening on Raw on the 20th of September 1996, everyone decided they didn't need Scott Hall or Kevin Nash to play the roles of Razor Ramon and Diesel, so just told Glenn Jacobs and Rick Bogner to do it. You heard that correctly. It was doubly bad because it also trolled the audience because they didn't think fake versions of these characters were going to walk out. They assumed a deal had been made and then got slapped round the face when pretenders stood in other people's shoes. It was essentially two wrestlers being made to cosplay live on television, and it basically ruined 
ruined Bogner's career. That is not cool. If you do go back and watch this now, make sure you take notice of the fans' faces. They are totally shocked here, and not in the appropriate way. Number seven, Will Ospreay in AEW. I am not as enraged as this by some people and actually thought it was fine. AEW has debuted so many people, we were always going to get to the point individuals just strutted out, especially when we're building to an interpromotional pay-per-view. The gloves are just off by that stage. Fans were stunned, though, that not only did Osprey just walk out on the 8th of June 2020 Dynamite, but later on he was in the main event on Rampage, and he lost. I mean, it was a six-man tag, so he didn't take the pin, but his united empire fell. And I do get this, too, because if we had done the lights-off, lights-on gimmick, I bet the reaction would have been huge. But really, the fact that Will gets to be a New Japan employee and turn up in AEW, plus here, there, and everywhere, well, it makes the whole thing kind of cool. We're just living in different times, I guess. All because of that damn, damn forbidden door. Number six, Miro in AEW. This really was an odd one. As a Rusev diehard fan, I love that he was an early recruit for AEW because the man is a hero and deserves every opportunity. Therefore, on the 9th of September 2020 Dynamite, he did arrive as Miro, and he was really into video games. Now, I am really into video games too, but seeing Miro make gaming references, hang out with Kip Sabian, and call himself the best man was baffling. Remember that skit where Donkey Kong record holder Billy Mitchell was just in and out arcade with these two? I don't think it was ever explained. Clearly everyone knew this as Miro was soon transformed into the Redeemer which was far better and that's the main thing we got there in the end. But there was this period when it was just not sticking. I'm pleased it eventually got wedged in there. Number 5, Rob Van Dam in TNA. I swear no one really ever understood the levels Rob Van Dam could have reached. Fans just gravitated to him no matter what, which is why on the 8th of March 2010 he appeared in TNA on Impact. It started excellently as not only was he a prize opponent for Sting, but RVD snuck up behind him, booted the icon in the face, hit the rolling thunder, and pinned him in about 30 seconds. Everybody went wild. Then within minutes, not only had this been used to further everything between Sting and Hulk Hogan, meaning Van Dam felt like he was in third place, Sting absolutely killed him with a baseball bat. It took away any momentum this would have had, and it was quite clear TNA wanted you to be thinking about two people here, and neither of them was Rob Van Dam. Now, I don't know about you, but that seems to be the wrong way around. You only ever get one debut. Number four, the ultimate warrior in WCW. What a spectacle this was. Eight months prior, Vince McMahon had made an offer to the ultimate warrior to try and get him to return to the WWF, simply because he knew WCW was also having conversations. As you know, it didn't work out, and the once Jim Helwig was headed down south... But good grief, this was bad. All the way back on the 17th of August, 1998, Warrior did arrive to pomp and circumstance, and fans were pleased to see him. Then he started to talk. And then he talked some more, and he kept on talking and talking and talking, with none of it making any sense. He then disappeared in a cloud of smoke like he was Batman, meaning Hulk Hogan and his cronies had to act shocked. And when this segment was done, whatever hype there was had gone... And yes, it was that fast. Nobody cared. I just went to watch all this again, and it's actually 13 minutes of uninterrupted chat. My word, it is not well thought out at all. Number three, the NWO in the WWF. You can argue this one. I would say I'm on the fence. The WWS version of the NWO had a great first intro when Vince McMahon spun around in his chair, and I still remember being a child and going nuts. I couldn't believe this was going to happen. We soon learned this would be at No Way Out 2002, and that Hogan, Hall, and Nash were going to destroy everything. Everything. Then they arrived and were very, very nice people. 
Huh. The real problem was that no World Wrestling Federation fan wanted to pretend that Hogan was anything but the red and yellow 80s hero, so within seconds it was almost like we had a disconnect here. We also had no mention of what these three did first time around, and it was almost like we had our hand in different pies. It worked out because months later we were going to get that Hulk Rock match, but this was a slight disappointment simply because it was obvious this wasn't going to be the new world order we wanted. So that makes you a sad... A sad panda. Number two, CM Punk in WWE. Simply because it wasn't what you wanted. Although, to be fair, not even this should have happened. Nobody saw it coming either, as on the 12th of November 2019, during an episode of Fox's WWE Backstage, CM Punk returned. Kinda, not really, but maybe, I don't know. It melted down the internet because people couldn't believe it, and the reason this upset so many individuals is down to what we've already talked about. If Punk was ever going to go back to WWE, they wanted a surprise Raw appearance, a mystery opponent, a big-time angle, and they didn't get it. I mean, if you were a Punk fan, you should just count your lucky stars we got this because it was so out of left field, especially when you throw in all the things he has said about the WWE since. The dude was never going to work under that umbrella for a second time, so this is as close as you're going to get. Number one, Bret Hart in WCW. Still hurts, doesn't it? WCW had the hottest property in the world after the nightmare that was the Montreal Screwjob, and they decided to do absolutely nothing with it. This was truly bonkers. It was all right at first, as Eric Bischoff made sure to tell everyone the hitman was coming to the company the Nitro after the Survivor Series, and then we didn't see him until the 15th of December. Want to know what his role was on that night? The special guest referee for Eric Bischoff versus Larry Sabisco. I still cannot believe this was a real thing that somebody signed off. For one, Brett was being used as a prop, and two, people had been desperate to see this. Have him win the flipping title or something, but no, he was a match official now, so he should have known how this was going to go from this point on really i mean talk about a waste and no i'm still not over it hi i'm daniel founder of pretty litter did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain i learned this the hard way after losing my cat gingy so i created pretty litter a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors saving you money and potentially your cat's life pretty litter is veterinary and developed and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. <laughs> 